It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we are back this week. Uh, last week we had our uh, guest on last week, so I want to give them another shout-out. Thank you again, Geeks Who Eat, uh, Stubbs and Sarah, and also Big Chris of Big Chris Art. Uh, go ahead and check that stuff out if you haven't checked it out yet. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I say take a listen. It's a it's a fun one. Uh, this up, uh, week we did not watch a movie. So we're just going to have news and shoot the shit and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, Anna has a lot to talk about because uh, last week's episode we didn't do a catch-up. So, But before we dive into all that goodness, uh, we got you can find us on the 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play. And also don't forget to go to the Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon, you go to the Sasquatch. Dot net. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We get a little taste of you do. And if you want, you go to the Sasquatch, you click on the Amazon banner, right? You clear your cookies and then you bookmark that. And you can just go right to that bookmark. You don't even have to, you can save a step and boom, we still get a little taste of you do. But now that we are back in the studio and all that good stuff, Anna, yes. how are you? I am good. And how were your last couple of weeks? Um, they were good. Uh, I went on vacation for a while, so that was pretty fun. Um, it was actually really fun because I got to, you're probably so sick of hearing this story because I don't know how many times I've seen um, around you, but. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine. Again, uh, it's not for me. It's for everybody else. Yeah, uh, the, all the listeners to listen in on what you've been up to. Um, but yeah, I just went and I spent some time in Louisiana with my grandparents and then went to Oklahoma. Um, and spent some time with some family down there and then flew back. So it was actually a pretty crazy trip because um, the first day we just went to Texas. Then the second day we ended up driving to Louisiana. Then um, stayed there. Uh, let's see. So Saturday we left. Sunday we drove to Louisiana. Monday, Monday through Oh, Monday my parents went and picked up my sister from the Houston airport. Tuesday and Wednesday we all just kind of hung out because my sister was coming back from the rainforest. Oh, uh, yes. Um, Thursday we... I'm surprised they let her laugh because uh, aren't gingers endangered species wherever they go, so... <laughs> um, well, yeah, but you can't really prevent a ginger from leaving the country because then that's considered block... I don't know. Uh, uh, I was just considering it's soulless. Oh, well, that too. Yeah, we're still, they're still trying to figure out but where we are on the whole food okay, so, thing. Okay, that, I see, I didn't hear that part of that story. I, I thought, because I know 
usually drive out there and then since you usually have to cut your vacations short uh because you don't want to use up all your vacation time because you don't get that much where, where we work uh so i didn't know that that you had a so sarah met you guys like kind of halfway then uh sort of yeah so well we arrived in louisiana on uh sunday evening like around like 9 p.m ish okay maybe closer to 10 um and then my sister uh got into houston um Monday afternoon. Okay. So my parents actually, since uh, where my grandparents live isn't too far from Houston, they went to Houston and picked up my sister. Oh, okay. So uh, then they picked her up Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday, we just kind of hung out. Thursday, we drove up to, up to or sorry, th- Thursday, we drove to Dallas. Okay. And hung out with my aunt and uncle there. And then Friday, we drove up to Oklahoma I spent Saturday in Oklahoma, and then Sunday, early, early Sunday morning, I flew home. Um, but it was actually really cool. I, uh, well, for one thing, I got upgraded first class, which was awesome. Um, and on the way there, literally the woman goes, okay, well, would you like, uh, you know, something, would you like some breakfast? You know, she's like, there's yogurt and cereal. And I was like, well, yogurt actually sounds pretty good. So she brings out a freaking tray that has yogurt, cereal, milk, uh, what else? It was yogurt. There's a little, uh, like a flat, almost bowl looking thing of, or almost plate looking thing of cereal. And then like a little container of milk. And then there was, uh, I'm starting to forget what it was. Oh, there was a banana. And then there was a cinnamon roll. And then there was crackers and grapes and brie cheese. And I was like, holy crap, this is freaking ridiculous. That's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, once I actually got into my connecting city, it was actually really cool. I saw Shia LaBeouf in the airport, which I was extremely excited about. And I've been telling everybody I can. I even posted on Facebook. And I was like, I just saw Shia LaBeouf. This is great. But I didn't get to take a picture with him because he had just taken a picture with one of the... um, flight attendants or one of the people who works at the airport i don't know if she was a flight attendant or not but i didn't really want to bother him but it was really weird because it didn't register at first so i just heard something somebody say something about shia labeouf and i looked over and there's some bearded dude taking a picture and i was like oh, that's kind of weird walking through the airport and out of the corner of the eye you see him shia labeouf uh, but it was really funny because i looked over and i saw this dude with a beard and i was like that's weird. And then I just kind of kept looking at him and he walked past me and he probably thought I was a psychopath because I was just kind of staring at him and I kind of had this moment of, oh crap, that's, I was like, that's freaking Shia LaBeouf. And like, I had this moment of registering it and then kind of getting starstruck and then almost saying something and then deciding deciding against it. But he probably just saw like a full minute of me just staring at him as he walked by. Okay, I want to do a redo over on that one. I got it now. So you're walking through the airport. Your flight is delayed, and your phone is dead. And suddenly you see him out of the corner of your eye. Shia LaBeouf. There we go. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, oh, that's, that's my Shia LaBeouf story. That's cool, though. Hey, yeah, no, uh, do what you can, you know. Um, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know the man. I don't know anything about him and stuff like that. Yes, he has his moments. Um, but I don't know. Some people might just be like, they get it all. The, that's what I'm thinking. Like if you're staring at him, he's probably like, he gets this all the time because it could be that weird thing where like, he's like, okay, when was the last time someone saw me like in a, in a movie picture or whatnot? Did I have a beard? Did I not have a beard? Because that's, that's, yeah. that's a big, like, you're like, wait a minute. I think that looks like, you know, cause you always, yeah, it was at a least with epic me, beard too. <laughs> at least, at least with me, it's like the last thing I saw people in. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you read. That's what I'll register. Yeah. So, 
perfect example I haven't seen uh, Swiss Army Man mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. So the last thing I've seen him in was the last Harry Potter. So I'm thinking a kid with you know the the this you know the long hair, hair swoopy yeah. hair, even though probably it's cut short now and everything like that. So I'm pretty sure if I saw him, I'd be all like, that guy looks like Harry Potter with short hair. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, you. Does anyone tell you you look like Harry Potter with short hair? Actually, I am Harry Potter. What? <laughs> no way. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm Harry Potter. What? Yeah, that's actually... You're Harry Porno? Oh, fuck. I hate Americans. <laughs> that's and... actually what's really funny is I we uh, had uh, some friends of ours that whenever we lived in England that their son, whenever he was younger, actually looked like Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. And his name was Daniel. Mm. So he got like pulled, like stopped all the time by people being like, oh my God, you're Harry Potter. He's like, no, no. Oh, I would have just been like, he's all like, <laughs> 20 years from now, it won't matter. Forget a kiss. <laughs> yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, Harry so, speaks a pretty good, uh, good American accent. Yeah. Oh, so if anyone knows Shia LaBeouf, let him know that he should totally be on our horror podcast. He was great in Eagle Eye. Oh, fuck. He went with Eagle Eye. I was going with Disturbia. Oh, I forgot about Disturbia. Yeah, yeah he was great in Disturbia I like well. Disturbia. Disturbia was a fun... Um... Yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah. But, yeah, actually, I think, like, in Eagle Eye, he had a bit of, like, scruffiness going on. But this one was, like, a full-on, like, hipster beard. Yeah. So maybe a little beyond hipster and closer to Lumberjack. You know, uh, maybe scrawny, he's playing a Lumberjack. Maybe scrawny it's, Lumberjack. Maybe it's a scrawny Lumberjack. <laughs> It's the horror movie, The Scrawny Lumberjack. Anyways, but, so that uh, was my... That was your... That's 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 pretty epic. Those were the couple of weeks and stuff like that. Me, I... Um, speaking of the weeks and everything like that, I did watch a movie. Oh. I finally watched uh, Split. Um, we won't give any way away. We're going to watch it again because it's a fantastic movie. But uh, John McLevoy deserves like a Golden Globe or an Oscar or something. James for, McLevoy. What did I say? John McLevoy. No, John Malkovich, too. Um, <laughs> save that one. Um, yes, James. Uh, yeah, he deserves uh, a good, like, an Oscar or fucking something, because was, he was really freaking good in that. Yeah, I really want to see it. I've heard well, I've heard people be like, oh, well, he was good, but the movie was terrible. And I've heard, oh, the movie was really good, but... Well, I like, I, like I, I think I said on the previous podcast, watch Split. Yeah, it's really freaking good, but there is a... There's a, some, another character in that uh, in that story and in that um, basically with him mm-hmm. um, that her backstory is like fuck you know kind of it's kind of it's a little it's a little brutal so oh. um, so it's it's actually kind of a cool way but it also shows you how it's like she survived um, you know everything she went through and so on and so forth so it's uh, it's it's just interesting so we'll we'll definitely do a uh, a review of that at some point. Um, but uh, we do have some news for everybody. Uh, that was pretty much my week. I didn't really do too much besides sit around and catch up on a lot of Netflix stuff and binge watching and everything. Actually, I started watching The Master of None. I'm pretty sure Matthew and I will talk more about it. I got to finish it though. Um, it's uh, it's not what I expected, but it was it's really good. Um, brief gist of Master of None. Uh, that has a Z Azara in it. Oh, um, Z Ansari. Yeah, a Z Ansari. Um from Parks and Rec and stuff like that. And I've seen his stand-up, and I've seen him on Parks and Rec, and he he kind of plays that character, but not not much. You see a little bit come out, but it's it's kind of straight. It's almost like, uh, it's it's kind of like Louie a little bit, where it's 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 got funny parts in it, but it's also got, like, fucking, but like... But the overall story is, like, a straight... 
Yeah, serious. it's a, it's a straight kind of serious uh, move for him. So Master of None, it's it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, the only two scenes are out. I think I'm on episode six of season two. Uh, a lot of great cameos. A lot of people. Actually, the guy who plays Archer, uh, the voice of Archer, is in oh. it. Who does Archer and... Coach the, McGurk and uh, Carl on Family Guy. And uh, Bob from Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Burgers and everything like that. So it's like right off the bat I heard it. I, I heard the voice. And you're like, oh my god! And you look up and you're like, oh yeah, because I've seen it. I actually know what the actor looks like. Uh, so that's pretty funny. But it's just uh, how they have stuff like that. So yeah, yeah but really, yeah, really kind of good. Because I know a lot of people, I mean, uh, that comedian is a lot of people's sometimes. It's some people's flavors, not a lot of people's flavors. Yeah, it I, can be iffy, especially with a high energy comedian I, like I think that. he's hilarious. He has some great stuff. But this one, he plays like some shit. Like the last episode ended and I was just like, man, that fucking, ugh. Because it's, uh, it's all, it's all, I don't know. I, I might, I might be relating a lot to it. So, uh. Okay. So we'll see what happens with that. I know Matthew and I will talk more about it, but yeah, that's that's not horror talk. So we are going to talk some horror talk. We got some eerie news of the week. Actually, one of the stories isn't really eerie news of the week. I just didn't think it was horror news really, but uh, we'll t- we'll talk about that when we get there. And then we also got some horror news. A lot of a lot of cool stuff. Uh, big news for me, uh, which I think is great. Uh, excited about. Uh, we'll give you a little teaser. Uh, giant lizard is uh, is going to be making an appearance in the horror news. But without further ado, we will jump into our eerie news of the week and we do have a drop for that it is time for eerie news of the week all right so this is a story that you found anna yes it is and this is about a Creepy doll. I'm sorry, I had the story pulled. There we go. No, uh, you're fine. It's about a first ever talking, quote unquote, living dead doll. So I was just, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if it, ne- well, I guess it is technically eerie news. Um, but it says it's manufactured by Mezco Toys for the past 16 years. Uh, there's these dolls that are call- called uh, living dead dolls. Okay, yeah, I have heard of those. Uh, looks like their first ever talking living dead doll is ready to emerge. Uh, her name is Cuddles, uh, and she will utter six chilling phrases at the press of a discreetly hidden button on her back. Um, so it goes from sinister giggles to ominous threats with a cheery tone. Um, I don't know, I just thought it was a very interesting, especially like for horror fans to kind of give something to your friends to creep them out or, you know, just have on display and... I wonder if there's any way that you could set it up so that, like, the button just randomly gets pressed. Or, like, motion sitting... sensor or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, if, I wonder if there's a way that they could set it up to do, like, a motion sensor. But, yeah, I just thought it was very interesting. And she does, they have, like, a little trailer for it, but you don't really get to see her. Yeah, I think it's a little bit at the end of her. Might be she's maybe a clown or something like that. Yeah, it's talking about the circus in the uh, advertisement. Um, but I don't know if that's just because that's oh, all that's the, huh? No, sorry. I, I clicked on the link for the next story. So I have it locked and loaded and, uh, uh we'll dive into that because I got to explain the website now. Okay. <laughs> this, this is beautiful. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't really see any, well, I'm looking through the, the, uh, video right now, but it really looks like, I think the living dead dolls are just clown dolls in general. Oh, okay. Um, so I think this just might be like a, essentially either an improvement or just kind of like an addition addition to the living dead dolls. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I don't. There's no pictures of cuddles, so. Well, I'm sure they'll they'll come out as soon as it gets to the release. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And if we find any pictures, I will post them to our Facebook page. Not another. It's uh, Facebook.com/slash Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Yes. So, and also at Not Another Bee Horrorcast on Twitter and uh, no at, at Bee Horrorcast, Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. We haven't done the show in a while. Get off my dick. Sorry. All right. Uh, next one is yours. Okay, so next one is uh, we found we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, I I had no idea. I, I I thought it was a mistake on Netflix when I saw it originally, but apparently the Baba Duke is now like a gay pride like symbol, which is great, <laughs> which is cool and stuff. That gets more stuff in the horror community out there as well. So if you're if you're gay and you're if you're scared and gay, which I don't know if that would be such a great thing, but if you're a horror fan and gay, then there's a there's a there's a man for you out there, the Babadook's first uh, Pride uh, appearance this time. But uh, before we dive into that, I I thought this was coming from usually most of the news sites that I usually go through, like, uh, you know, horror versions of that. But this was on a, a website called Pink News. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it is a, it's a gay website and not like it's, you know, haha gay like that. Like it's a, you know, homosexual uh website and stuff but it's just i was just dying laughing because it literally see it literally says like the advertisement was mr b&b stay oh, yeah. like a gay local so yeah i like, had the same and I'm, ad. Like, and I'm like i'm like i don't i don't think i think they just got the ad but i'm really sure they'd be like can you change can we can we we can we can pump this better up for you i don't know if this is this is a good thing but anyways i think it's great it's fantastic that uh, the Baba Duke um, is now at the Gay Pride parades and everything like that. People are drawing pictures. Uh, uh, all this uh, Trump prepared to be Bubba Shook uh, were some of the posters. Uh, Baba Duke grabs back, uh, <laughs> so things like that. So I think it's I think it's great. And there's a lot of uh, different cosplays of the Baba Duke out there as well. And uh, I... some of the cosplays are actually scarier than the actual Baba Duke in the movie. Yeah. At but, least in my opinion. And then, yeah, oh, that's a good one. Let me out. It's the Baba Duke trying to get out of the closet. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's fantastic. I think it's great. Uh, you know, I like that they have, um, you know, something that they're like, you know, what we're gonna take this, and we're gonna use it, and it's fun. Everyone's getting a kick out of it. Yeah. I enjoy it. So it's all like, you know. Um, so actually, if people's opinions with the movie after they were done with the Baba Duke would be like, that was kind of gay. They were right. So. <laughs> Uh, so good for I you think guys. This is a little bit different. Kind oh, of thing, okay, so. okay. Well, but that's I think it's great and fantastic. So I just figured we'll talk a little bit of talk, touch upon it a little bit more and everything like that. But uh, we are done with our eerie news of the week again. Wasn't really too much eerie stuff. Uh, I just I didn't know where the Baba Duke is gay. Uh, no, really, uh, thing so and whatnot. But well, so I we'll, can kind of see where it would where they would kind of identify and say that it's sort of like a gay symbol now that mm. I think about it. Whenever I first heard, first heard about it, I was kind of like, wait, what? But now thinking about it, I can kind of see it because it's like that thing that you have in the back of your mind or in the back of your closet oh, or whatever. Oh, wow, you went so, like deep on that one. Yeah, I figured that it's probably like this because like in the movie, like the Babadook is like her unresolved sorrow, her unresolved oh, that's right. like stress and stuff like that. So I would assume that that's probably like their like kind of – Oh owning God. their their choice to be gay and owning their owning their decisions and not letting it control yeah. them. So okay, you look at you. That was okay. <laughs> a lot better description than what I gave. So, but without further ado, we're gonna dive into our horror news of the week. <laughs> it's time for horror news. <laughs> 
All right, Horror News of the Week. So we'll probably try to go back and forth a little bit so it's not too much of me just talking. Okay. But uh, we'll dive in. Actually, you know what? Let's do... I'll pick actually one that's really not that big of a thing, just kind of a cool thing. So this one, so Stranger Things is developing a bunch of figurines uh, for collectors and stuff like that to get action figures, if you will. Um, it looks like the first three they already showed was um, Dustin... Will. Will and the um, Demigorgon, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, Demigorgon. Yeah, Demigorgon. Oh, it's from coming from Funko Pop as well. So, uh, oh, awesome. And then the other ones are going to be coming with uh, Eleven and so on and so forth. So I don't know if they're making any of the adults or whatnot, but we'll go ahead and post this up on the Facebook page. But really not big, big news, but just kind of cool if you're a fan of Stranger Things, which we will have a huge <laughs> talk about the second season because we'll be watching it day one when it premieres in uh, October. Heck yeah. Um, and then I figured we got that one out of the way. And oh, I uh, love how Eleven literally has a box of Ego in it. Oh, that's, yes. <laughs> that's ingenious. Well, it has the box of Ego, and then it has the waffle like out of the box. So that's really cute. Um, but yeah, we can dive in. So Cloverfield. Yes. I, I thought they, we already knew about the... So they um, this one actually covers two different topics. Okay. So this is actually... It's a Cloverfield spinoff. It's called... Uh, Overlord? Overlord, yes. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I'm sorry. Um so Overlord, they think that is going to be a Cloverfield spinoff, but mm. they're not positive. But we do know for a fact that October 27, 2017, there's a movie called God Particle that is confirmed to be the third film in the expanded Cloverfield universe. Oh, okay. So we are definitely getting an expansion of the Cloverfield universe in October. And then there's also Overlord, which might be an expansion but since it's under wraps they really haven't been like they've been very careful with the not releasing anything regarding this oh okay so um and it actually says that overlord is a world war ii genre film that sounds like it's right out of a wolfenstein video game mm. um and that's going to be released on october 26th of 2018 oh crazy so so we're definitely getting one this year. We might be getting one next, next year. Next year. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, this one we'll dive into. So, of course, uh, my favorite director, or one of my favorite directors, is in the news again. But it looks like Kevin Smith has announced that he's making another horror film. Now, I remember he was always talking about the... Um, moose Jaws. The Moose Jaws, but I was going to talk about the uh, the Great White North trilogy, which was Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and now this. But it looks like he's going to be doing one called Kilroy Was Here. Oh. Um, it looks like it's a brand new thing. Uh, of course, he also did Red State. Uh, we'll definitely watch that again and before that. But yeah, Kevin Smith, it looks like, yeah. However, that's not Slater Smith created it. Cre created in the least. He is currently working on his new film in Toronto, Florida, with the help from film students, stuff like that, at the Wrigley College. Okay, yeah, I, he actually had an episode about that. But yeah, so uh, Smith explains, Kilroy here was originally a Krampus movie concept, but as many of us know, Michael... Uh, Doherty, the guy who did uh, the Krampus movie and everything that, which is now on HBO Go, which I'll have to talk to Matthew because he did watch it. Oh yeah. Uh, finally now, so um, I'm I'm excited. I like to see what happens and where it goes. Um, I know he had somebody on his podcast not too long ago, Kevin Smith, uh, talking about uh, their projects and stuff, and they mentioned that uh, that's uh, that uh, film school and stuff like that. So um, and this one actually is kind of interesting. We'll talk about this one next. Um, so, okay, so we saw Never Sleep Again, the documentary about uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise yes. and all that stuff. Well, they're making another doc. 
and it's called Fredheads, and it's going to focus on hardcore uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fans. Okay. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes and everything like that, but it looks like this new project, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, specifically how the franchise has changed their lives for so many people after the years. The filming of the doc was taking place at Flashback Weekend in August uh, and the uh, Sacrifest... Uh, Oh, Scarefest, Sacrifice. <laughs> Scarefest? I can't read, kids. It's all good. This September or whatnot. So it should be, I, I'd be kind of interesting to see that, because my, uh, my, brother, my brother Ryan, uh, he's a huge, huge uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Really? So this would be something right up his alley of, like, you know, Fred heads and everything like that. So it should be, uh, from, oh yeah, from the creative minds that brought you Don't Fall Asleep, uh, the fan film and everything like that so yeah so it should be should be pretty interesting so very cool be cool to dive more to that i'm actually really curious if they were going to do any documentaries on like you know the friday uh yeah friday the 13th franchise or halloween and stuff like that would be kind of cool um to get like a feel of like yeah it could be i feel like with nightmare on elm street though it has a little bit more of a cult following i don't know why but i kind of get this feeling from just that whole franchise in general that the um like the the nightmare on elm street fans just seem a little more devoted and it seems like it's a lot darker of a concept than just like killing a bunch of teenagers at a you know a summer camp uh, we'll find so. out so don't forget to follow us on twitter at b and we'll put up a poll and see how many people disagree with anna <laughs> and how many people just think uh, we'll put freddie jason and michael myers on the on the poll for you kids to uh check out oh um, yeah but uh yeah so i figured we're doing that so then we have this so we did hear about so we have annabelle and we have the annabelle sequel coming this year uh yes. there's apparently going to be the annabelle uh prequel now uh, yeah, so this is actually, it's not the, the movie that's coming out this August is not the sequel, it is the prequel. Oh. So this is, uh, called Annabelle Creation, um, and it says that, uh, several years after the tragic death of their little girl, a dollmaker and his wife welcome a nun and several girls from a shuttered orphanage into their home, soon becoming the target of the dollmaker's possessed creation, Annabelle. So, basically, it's really... Annabelle is has nothing to do with the actual story of Annabelle at this point. It's become its own entity, which mm. I'm fine with, like, as long as people can differentiate between the fact that... Okay, well. But <laughs> just just realize, Anna, no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you want to work hard at things and stuff like that, it doesn't matter. It just all comes back and kicks in the face in the end. So yeah, that's just true. give up. <laughs> Man, that's the theme for tonight, kids. Good just night. give up. <laughs> Just give up. Good night, everybody. Don't even try. Don't even think. Don't even try to fathom in your wildest dreams of mounting to anything. Just give up. But yeah, um, it actually looks like it's got some pretty decent uh, cast in there. Like there's people from, there's somebody from Ouija 2. There's somebody from After the Dark. So it looks like it's a lot. Oh, there's somebody from, Samara Lee from The Last Witch Hunter. Um Oh, and Miranda Otto from Lord of the Rings. She was um, Eowyn. Oh. The blonde chick in the second movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that'll be very interesting because I actually really like Miranda Otto. She's a great actress. So I'm interested to see where it goes. 
Uh, but I just refuse to accept the fact that this has anything to do with the actual story. And maybe when they have to reboot the franchise, they might actually go from source material. But uh, this actually, this is an interesting story that I just found today. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's amazing. So, of course, we have the Sherlock and Doctor Who showrunner Stephen Moffat creating a new Dracula TV series. (laughs) I'd be so on board with that. Like, oh, my God, it'd be fantastic. So um, I'm very curious uh, sorry, it's Stephen Moffat and Mark Gaddis, who I think wrote on Doctor Who and Sherlock as well. Oh, very cool. Because I do recognize his name, and I think it was related to that. But anyways. But yeah, okay. I think that's a great idea. It should be, uh, you know, we haven't been so many adaptations of Dracula in the last 100 years. That is going to take something really special for this one to stand out. That's true. So I'd like to see what those two are going to come up with. I can't wait. I wonder, I mean, their casting has been pretty much spot on with a lot of the shows that they do. So it'll be interesting to see who they pick to play Count Dracula. Um, and, you know, oh, you know, he could totally do. Huh. He could. I, I don't know if they've done it in Sherlock because I've only seen season one. i got to catch up. But uh, if they throw in references from the other shows they work on, you could literally at Dracula's castle just have like a weeping angel in there. Mm. It would just fit. Like you wouldn't even Shit. like you would have to like play pay pretty close attention to be like, wait a minute. You know, kind of thing. That would be cool. I don't think that Stephen Moffat would do that though, just because Dick. I think I know. Well, I think he just he wants to keep the like all of his universes. No, separate. no, dude, you got to do Marvel and DC universes, bro. That's where things are going. How do you think the Four Eye Radio yeah. shit works? You know, we're all like we're all part of the same shared universe. Yeah, okay. I know. I I agree with you, but okay, I don't. Bro. I just knowing yeah. him, I don't think he'll do it. But that would be so cool to see, like you a freaking dick. Um. um but actually, I didn't realize that uh, Stephen Moffat actually uh, wrote a uh, or had a TV series called Jekyll back in 2007. Yes, actually, I believe. Um, oh crap, who was in it? Because they tried to make the American version of it and it didn't work out. And I think it was the I think the American version was called Hyde. Oh, yeah, real creative. Um, and no wonder it's the worst version of. The but movie. yeah, it only did like two <laughs> two seasons or something oh, like that. Okay. Like it wasn't like and I think they were again the the BBC. They're only like maybe if you're lucky, you get a lot more episodes. But usually those series are about three episodes, but they're like hour long like episodes. Yeah. So like Sherlock is. Yeah, um, kind of thing. So. But just out of curiosity, who would you pick to play Dracula? I'm trying to think because you know him, he's gonna want to stick with British actors. That's true. And I don't know too many British actors. And I'm trying to think of somebody. Well, I mean, all the ones that, like, obviously he probably doesn't want to work with the same ones that he has before. You know what? Um, I highly doubt that this would happen, but you know who I kind of want to see? Huh? Is um, Michael Fassbender. Oh, but would he do TV? Yeah, I mean, that's... he's pretty big. Yeah. I can that see that, because that's what I was going to say. You're going to want to find a guy who's actually very good looking. Yeah. Very well spoken. Very, you know, suave when he wants, you know, smooth, it's like you very, have to, yeah. you have to pick somebody like, I don't know, actually for all we know, there's probably a bunch of American actors that I think are American actors that are British because Tom Holland gets, always screws with my fucking mind. Yeah, I see the, tra- oh. see the trailers and he's just all like, oh, Mr. Stark. <laughs> and then I see him, he's like, oh, check out my favorite. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Limey bastard came out of nowhere. <laughs> Hit me out of nowhere with that one. Jeez. Um, it would also be interesting to see Tom Hiddleston. I think he ooh, could pull it he, off. ooh, oh, damn it! <laughs> you said it, and now I want to see it. He might, because he did start from television. Yeah, and uh, from what I know about him, at least from what I've seen about him, I'm pretty sure he would actually probably do it. He would do. Oh, he'd be. Oh, oh he would be great. 
Uh, uh, yeah, I was kind of torn between putting Tom Hiddleston as either Dr. Jekyll or as Dracula. I think he could do both, but I think I'd rather uh, I'd like see him to as see Dracula. Him, I'd like to see him as Dracula. Yeah. I'm trying to think Because of... he already knows how to play the smartest man in the room. Yes. Um, but to be able to put, like, the... Like the... Oh, oh, for a fucking uh, Jekyll? Like a reboot for a Jekyll? Uh, I, would, I would take uh, Martin uh, Freeman. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a bit typecast. How? Because he he's already playing uh 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 Watson. Watson. There we go. Sorry, my Sorry. brain shut off for a second. Okay, so he's playing yeah, Watson. He's gonna be in the Black Panther movie. Who cares? Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch is point. coming back to shit. That's yeah, that's a valid point, I suppose. Yeah, he would be pretty good as uh Doctor Jekyll. Oh no! Fuck it! Scrap Jekyll. Jekyll goes out the window. Throw Jekyll out. Bring it back. We're doing a movie. We're making it a funny fucking movie. And you get you get Nick Frost. To be high and Simon Pegg to be. Oh my god, that would be amazing! Uh, I want to see this movie now. Yes, there we go. Holy crap! You just have to. You have to. So amazing. I'd I'd love a horror film, but I'm like, fuck no, man. I want I want a comedy. That'd be a fucking great comedy. Well, actually, I want to know. I want to know. They're coming back with a brand new uh, horror flick comedy as well. Oh yeah. They're working on something new, but. Should be interesting. So the I only have la- two last stories, and these kind of tie into each other. But we'll talk about this one. So apparently, a book, Meg, uh, uh, writer's uh, creator novel, The Lockness or Lock, uh, be getting an ad- being an adaptation for a uh, big screen. So it looks like we might be getting a uh, Lochness monster movie. Um, very cool. At some point, so that will be very interesting. Uh, but yeah, as cool as that might be, it doesn't top these fucking monsters in the whole fucking world. Yeah, nothing can top filming. <laughs> filming has begun on Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Uh, I'm not gonna read any of the plot in case you guys don't want to see the plot. But of course, if you guys have been listening to any of the podcasts I talked about anytime Godzilla comes up, three of the monsters have already been casted, and pretty much if you saw King Kong, um. You already know, but we're going to be getting uh, Mothra, we're going to be getting Rodan, and we're going to be getting uh, fucking King Ghidorah, the three-headed golden dragon of fucking death, and Godzilla. And of course, we're going to be linking into the King Kong as well, uh, franchise as well. But yeah, this uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla is set to be released uh, in 2020. So this one is going to be coming out, I believe, in 2000. I think they were shooting for 2018, but it might be coming out in 2019, but I'm not sure. Uh, but, of course, it's directed by Krampus and Trick or Treat, Michael Doherty, which we just mentioned him before with uh, Kevin Smith's story as well. So I'm super stoked because this guy, he seems to know. I mean, fuck, uh, I, I, I'm about to say... Uh, not seems to know, but it's just like the last director, which uh, he fucking directed Godzilla and Looper, and it got him like uh rogue one mm. to direct so it's like i just can imagine because this guy he seems to know he knows horror he knows comedy yeah uh especially with fucking krampus yeah i'm so I like Kramp- that krampus direction. like had its fucking scary parts but it was it had a good cast it of made, some yeah some it made funny, you laugh <laughs> it had some funny parts in it and stuff like that so i'm, I'm super excited uh, I can't wait. Uh, oh my god, it's gonna be nuts because you have this god-sized fucking monster. And then it's gonna be fucking. I just I, fucking King Ghidorah, man. King Ghidorah, and and Mothra and Rodan. I believe uh, we haven't seen them on the big screen 
in America. Like you, you probably could have watched one of the Godzilla films, but like not. It's a, never come to like the silver screen. Uh, well, it has. Technically not silver. Screen. No, 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 it has. But I don't think those characters have been on the big screen. Uh, in in uh, made from a, an American. Uh, basically, like you know, the original Godzilla 1998 movie. You want to count that piece of shit, uh, which <laughs> no one does. But if you count that one, it was just Godzilla, quote unquote, not really because it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, then you finally get this one. We get, you know, Godzilla, and it's Godzilla fighting two other monsters, and you're like, holy shit. Uh, we've never – all we've seen is an American version of Godzilla pretty much. We have yeah. not seen the American-style versions of these characters. Uh, as much as and, – and with Godzilla, what they did with him, and not really changing a lot. Like they, you know, changed his head and how he wore, you know, his stuff. But it was still – you fucking saw it. You're like, it's Godzilla, but it was a really cool-looking – uh, character design and i can't kind of wait to see what they're going to do with these ones like how's mothra going to look how you know rodan's gonna you know fly and shit like that so just a lot of kick-ass stuff with that and fuck and now i gotta go get that godzilla movie i gotta i gotta watch that shit again um but yeah so definitely looking excited for this but yeah so that, that's what i was just getting at is the fact that like we haven't had an americanized version of these characters yeah like we've seen king kong we've seen the japanese version of king kong yeah our king kong is better not gonna lie <laughs> uh let's i mean come on guys your original plan for godzilla versus king kong was godzilla versus frankenstein's monster oh oh yeah, yeah. i know i know all this um, weird facts no you're good and actually you know what this goes back to what we were just talking about a couple minutes ago but i just realized like if you actually could get mass michael fassbender to play on tv uh-huh dorian gray Ooh. because i have not seen a good adaptation of dorian gray i mean i know we saw him in league of extraordinary gentlemen <laughs> but that wasn't really I like the movie okay, but I didn't really. I like would say read. I would Dorian. say read the graphic novel, and you'd probably get a better. I read the novel. Oh, uh, I was saying graphic novel. That's. I'll have the, to read the graphic novel though. I didn't know they made a graphic novel. That's. Yeah, that's what it originally started as. It's a picture of Dorian Gray. No, 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 no. The oh, League of Extraordinary I'm Gentlemen. Sorry. Okay. Okay, I'll have to. Yeah, read it that was. Then. I believe it was written by Alan Moore, who did like you know Watchmen and all that kind of stuff. I don't know who uh, the illustrator escapes my mind right now, but yeah, it's a completely different story, story than what we got in the the movie. Of course, you uh, you might be able to do it now because we're doing rated R movies, but League of Extraordinary Gentlemen probably should have been rated R, uh, and yes. not. I mean, it should have been going for that rated R you know kind of thing. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah, it was which is so bad if you think about it. It's like Sean Connery's last film. That's, oh. that's what I went out on. League of Extraordinary Shit. It's just <laughs> crap all over the place. You know why we were on that fucking that boat? I'll tell you why. Because it was fucking stupid. That's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, that was like one of the worst portrayals. Actually, It was, that was a poop the, deck. That's what it was. That was the worst portrayal I've ever seen of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, even the Wishbone version was better. I mean, come on. Um, but anyways, I digress. So... But yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I would say Michael Fassbender would be a great Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray, okay. So. Well, it, it seems like we need to start doing the casting for their quote-unquote dark universe at this point. Um, yes. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all I got. I, that's all the news this week and everything to catch up on. So uh, we'll hopefully try to watch a movie next week. I'll uh, we'll see what we can drum up and let you guys know ahead of time so in case you want to watch it and then listen to our reviews us. and kind of stuff. But um. Oh, excuse me, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Not Another Bee Horrorcast on Facebook and at Bee Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
Uh, feel free to write us at our Gmail account where you go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us anything you like, pictures, movies, uh, videos, horror stories. horror stories, just anything weird Alien and creepy. stories. All that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to wrap up episode uh, 70, which I have no idea what to title it right now. Um, but you kids will figure that out once you get the episode. <laughs> so this is kind of pointless. And I will uh, go and try to find pictures of the living dead doll and post them on our Facebook page. All right, perfect. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast. So I guess until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. You should just call the episode League of Extraordinary Shit.